Ladies and gentlemen, once again, welcome to the Speakers Inc. We Speak Global Speaker Showcase. My name is Dwayne, and today we bring you the Joy Experience. You're going to find out all about Joy and the experience that she will bring to you and your next event. Once we are done listening to Joy, we will then ask her a couple of questions, find out what she is all about, and you really will get a sense of her personality even more. And then we give you an opportunity afterwards to get onto the speakersinc.com website, log in, do what you need to do, find Joy, find out what she's all about, and then of course get her to be part of your next event. Ladies and gentlemen, please help me to welcome Joy Baldridge. Welcome to the Joy Experience. I'm Joy Baldridge, and I'm here to bring a little more joy to your world. Because it's tough out there at times, and then you recover, and then it gets tough again, and you recover again. But danger is always lurking. You have to fight the adversity and wrestle the alligators and do whatever it takes no matter what, in order to earn the right to hang with the lions and rule the jungle for as long as you wish. And I'm here to help by providing with you some golden nuggets, useful, immediately applicable techniques and strategies designed specifically to up your game, to make transformation of skill sets and mindsets. And if you're ready, say yes. Great. Well, then let's start with a few golden nuggets. According to Fortune Magazine, you need two characteristics to even be employed in this millennium. And those two characteristics are to be flexible and adaptable. Because when you're flexible, it means that you bend without breaking. And to be adaptable means to adjust to circumstances. So if you can bend without breaking and adjust to circumstances, then you'll have a much better outcome in the way that you work and live. So if you can be flexible and adaptable, that's the key. So in my organization, we made an, a slogan, AFA all the way, always, flexible and adaptable. And then we thought we had to test this theory because it's very hard to always be anything. And so my assistant Will said, well, let's just give it a shot. So when anything would go wrong, we would immediately look at one another and say, it's okay because we're flexible and adaptable. It's okay. We ever made a dance that went with it. It's okay because we're flexible and adaptable. And then we got a mascot to help us. And when I speak with you in person, you too will get this mascot. His name is Bob. Watch how fast Bob bounces back from adversity. He's stretched to the limit like many of you are in your day. And then right back into his regular form. So the goal is to be flexible and adaptable like Bob. When we tested the theory even further, how we could be more flexible and adaptable, we found that it was a little bit challenging at first because we were frustrated and we didn't want things to go wrong, but it's inevitable that they will. For example, my assistant Will was meeting me at a restaurant and I was running late and then I found out I couldn't even go. And he had given up a lot of plans to meet me to talk about some marketing strategy. And so I felt terrible. You know how that is. I sent him a text just apologizing profusely. So sorry, I'll make it up to you. I can't make it. Something came up. And he texted me back three letters, A-F-A, -A. always flexible and adaptable. How did I feel? 
relieved that he wasn't upset with me. I could move on. What he was saying was that it was okay because he was flexible and adaptable like Bob. This is Bob. His name is Bob, but he spells it backwards. It's like a little joke, but you got to be flexible and adaptable, stretch to the max, bounce right back. And so some say, well, how can you always be flexible and adaptable? Well, you need to do the 446. The 446 is a breathing exercise where you inhale four seconds, hold it for four seconds, and exhale to six. Give it a try. Inhale, one, two, three, four. Hold it, one, two, three, four. Exhale, one, two, three, four, five, six. And then take a moment and ask yourself a question. How am I feeling? How am I doing? What's the priority? So when you take a breath or two or three or four, and then you ask yourself a question, you get the real answer, and then you can move on in a much calmer, more flexible and adaptable way. You see that when you are deep breathing, deeping the deep inhale to hold it in the exhale, it's putting you in the present tense. And according to Stuart Schwartz, who is a, a spiritual guru in Sedona, Arizona that I interviewed for my book, he said that when you're put in the now, that now is perfect. Now is perfect, test at any time, but we're rarely ever in the now because we're shallow breathing, we're racing going, thinking about what's happening, thinking about what just happened, instead of saying, wait, flexible and adaptable, take a breath, inhale, hold it, exhale, focus, regroup. And when you do the 446 and you combine it with the AFA, always flexible and adaptable, then it allows for you to be able to function in disaster and finish in style function in disaster and finish in style because otherwise what's the alternative you freeze up or you get stressed out and when you get stressed out then you get burnt out and then you get burnt out you get sick and then you run out of sick days i saw a bumper sticker it said ran out of sick days tomorrow i'm calling in dead <laughs> you can't do that but you need to know that stress does horrible things to your mind and body. According to Dr. Jeffrey Moss, the nutrition and dietetics professor at the University of Bridgeport. And when we understand what stress really is, stress equals demands. The demands we place upon ourselves and the demands that others place upon us. And so sometimes we have to take action in a new way, a new form. Being flexible and adaptable helps and also doing the deep 446 breathing to put you in the present tense because now is perfect. You see, deep breathing is something that I learned recently a definition of, and I will share it with you. When you deep breathe, it is your most easily accessible yet most underutilized stress reducer. It's easy access because you can do it anytime. It's underutilized because we don't do it properly or as often. The goal is to do it as a ninja so that you can handle the stress, cope with the stress when you're being hit with all these demands. And you can also do a technique that I call salt the hay. Salt the hay is a technique my father taught me. He was raised on a farm in Ohio in the States. And he said on a farm, they had an expression, you know, you can bring a horse to water, but you can't force it to drink. And we said, dad, everybody knows that expression. The horse is stubborn. He won't drink when he's stubborn. People are stubborn too. And he said, yeah, but what would happen if you salted the hay? And we thought a minute, we thought, well, when we salt the hay, what happens? The horse will get thirsty. And then what will happen? The horse will drink. 
And some of the people that I've spoken to in this seminar and this keynote presentation, and I've mentioned salt the hay and find a way. If you can salt the hay and find a way, because behind every two can'ts is a can. So you think I can't do this and I can't do that. Usually we say I tried and I tried again, but instead maybe you can say I can't do this and I can't do that. The next question needs to be, what can I do? And when you use this mindset, when you think a little bit differently, salt the hay and find a way because behind every two cans is a can. I've had heads of state, leaders of countries use this technique in order to get better budgets for the education or big corporations to use this technique to solve problems and get unstuck when they're stuck. So remember, it's as simple as that. Solve the hay and find a way because behind every two cans is a can. I can't do this. I can't do that. The next question needs to be, what can I do? And it unlocks that stuck mindset and it opens it up to the possibilities. And other things that you can do to have that joy experience is to control the controllables. Yet many people don't know how to control the controllables. The way you control the controllables is by asking yourself two questions. Because when you ask yourself the questions, you get the real answer. The first question is, can I control this? And the second question is, what can I control? Because when something goes wrong, you want to do something, but not anything. We have to target our thinking and do the best possible thing. So can I control this? Yes or no? And if the answer is no, well, then what part of this can I control? Because there's only two things you can control 100% of the time. And those two things are your attitude and your effort. You can control your attitude and your effort 100% of the time, according to Jim Abbott, major athlete who was, was playing baseball and born with one hand. And he was able to make it to the top of his career being born with one hand because his mentor said, you can't control what happened to you at birth, but you can control two things 100% of the time. And that is your attitude and your effort because those at the top of the mountain didn't fall there. And yes, you'll have setbacks, but you can overcome those setbacks by salting the hay, finding the way, being flexible and adaptable, and also just telling yourself that you can do it. I remember I was behind schedule so much and it really bothered me to always be behind schedule. And then one day I just said, I'm gonna just tell myself I'm ahead of schedule. And I laughed because it was felt like it was so untrue, but it was a self-fulfilling prophecy. The more you tell yourself that you're ahead of schedule, you start to actually do things to help you to become ahead of schedule. And I remember talking to a friend of mine, another speaker, Zig Ziglar, he's a famous motivational speaker. I said, Zig, I've been saying these self-fulfilling prophecies that I'm ahead of schedule when I'm not always ahead of schedule. And sometimes I feel like I'm lying to myself. And he said, you're not lying to yourself. You're just telling the truth in advance. And I love that. What can you be telling yourself the truth in advance about by saying that it's actually happening and then working towards it happening? And what that does is it gives you a much better opportunity to change that mindset into something that can be achieved. What it also does is it provides you with clarity of thought. And when you have clarity of thought, you get focused execution. And a change chart will help you with that. 
This change chart is so simple yet so profound to help you have a instant perspective change. And it's all about minor change that gives you the major impact. So if you read the chart with me from left to right, you'll see that in the vision column, the top box is empty. Whenever you see an empty box, you say without. So without vision, go to the right, you get confusion. Is that true? Yes, without vision, you get confusion. You need to have the vision to stay focused on the goal. Without skills, you get anxiety. And without incentive, you get complacency. Without resources, you get frustration. And without action plan, you get mediocrity. So just this one snapshot that only takes a few minutes to explain can change everything in your thought process throughout the day to get you positive change. So know that when you have what the bottom line says, vision, skills, incentive, resources, action plan, then you get positive change. But in your day, these empty boxes are going to be switching and changing around like a shell game. And they move around as your day moves around. You might have a very clear vision with your team and maybe you're very skilled and have the skills of technology or the knowledge of leadership to not have the anxiety, but maybe sometimes you feel a little complacent or maybe you just don't have the resources, people, time and money are some of the most vital resources. And if you're down a person or you don't have the budget um, or you just are getting tight on the deadline and you don't have the time, then you will get frustrated. There's no question. So depending on what happens in your day, if you keep this change chart in the forefront of your mind, it will lead you like a beacon to the quickest way, the shortcut to success. And one of the best ways to read this chart is actually backwards from right to left. And this is how that goes. If you go to the right and you see the word confusion, tell yourself, if I'm feeling confused, I have to go back to the vision. If I'm feeling the anxiety, I have to go back to the skills. If I'm feeling complacent, I need an incentive or reason to do this. If I'm feeling frustrated, I need the resources. And if I'm feeling the mediocrity, then I'm missing that action plan. So to get positive change, you need the action plan, resources, incentive, skills, and vision. And so you will get a copy of this change chart so that you too can use it if you choose to. Most people who attend the keynote presentations really love the change chart. It puts everything in perspective instantly and gives that positive perspective change. And it also calms down any of the stress and uncertainty that can happen in the day-to-day -day. because we can get confused in the day-to-day and confusion, we think when we get confused that we don't get it, we're not smart, it's terrible, I feel depressed, I'm not understanding it, I, I, I don't know if I'm cut out for this. But if you know that confusion is actually a step, confusion is the step before clarity, it can change everything. It's just a step. You'll get things into focus and it will feel better and then you'll understand. I learned about confusion and clarity at the eye doctor. They did the drill. You know the drill, which is better, A better, B better, one better, two better. And then I started to get confused and I said, I don't know anymore. And the eye doctor said, good. And I said, why is it good? I'm confused. And he said, oh, because confusion is the step before clarity. We narrowed it down so much that then we started to understand what the right prescription would be for you. And so please know 
that confusion is a step before clarity is a very important golden nugget that you can share with others or remember yourself when you're dealing with change and feeling out of sorts. And also know that according to the Harvard Business Review, that to lead from the position of calm is so vitally important, to lead from the position of calm. And the best way to do that is to do the deep breathing so that you can stay calm. Do it like a ninja, practice the deep breathing throughout your day. It will help you stay in a more calmer state because you will be present. Another way to lead from the position of calm is to understand the four core human emotions. There are four core human emotions. They're easy to remember because three of them rhyme. And those are mad, glad, sad, and scared. I call them houses. So you have the house of mad, the house of glad, the house of sad, and the house of scared. The question to ask yourself is, which house do you live in most? And is it time to move? Which house do you live in most and is it time to move? You see, when you ask yourself the question, you get the real answer. You feel it in your heart, in your gut, in your mind. You feel where you're living. And most people do not feel like they are spending the majority of their time in the house of glad. I've worked very hard and strive to be a house of gladder. And you can too. You can move to the house of glad. But I must tell you, it comes with a warning because it takes just as much work to live in the house of glad. You have to pull the weeds and fix the roof and really do things like read positive literature and remind yourself how important it is to stay positive. And I'll have other golden nugs to share with you about how you can actually be a house of glad or live in the house of glad. But if you're a little bit too effervescent and too enthusiastic in the house of glad, you have to be careful because sometimes if you're too positive, people just want to slap you. They can't take it. And so know that it's important the degree to which you show your happiness and your gladness because some people will think you're too happy and why are you always happy? And you'll get some negative comments on that. But what's it like to be in the house of sad? Oh, I heard the saddest story. Oh, you won't believe it. It's so awful. Who wants to be in that house? Or I'm so angry. I can't believe they did that. You know, you're not being very flexible and adaptable. You're just angry all the time. And then if you're scared, a lot of people are scared about a lot of things. I mean, some scared about money. Have you ever had an out of money experience? It's frightening to think, oh my gosh, or being afraid for anything that could go wrong. I highly recommend that you make the house of glad your primary resident. And I'll show you how you can make the house of glad your primary residence right now. In order to live in the house of glad, you will still experience sad and mad and scared in your day. It's just that you don't dwell on it. You don't live in it. In order to live in the house of glad, you just have to pay your rent every day. And rent stands for rest, exercise, nutrition, and thoughts. So to live in the house of glad, you have to monitor your rest your exercise, your nutrition, and your thoughts. Are you rested? Because most of the time when we don't do well, we make mistakes and we feel in a negative mood. It's because we're not rested. So what do you need? Do you need to be rested to be in the house of glad? Or maybe it's exercise that you can kind of get out any frustrations by running or, or lifting weights. And exercise might be the key to living the house of glad for you. But maybe it's nutrition and eating in a positive way so you can monitor your weight as well. And your thoughts. What are you thinking about yourself? What are you thinking about the way you choose? 
choose to rest, exercise, and eat properly. So to pay your rent every day, you will live in the house of glad if you monitor your rest, exercise, nutrition, and thoughts. And according to Dr. Jonas McLarney, your thoughts are a very important part of the rent. He said the most important part because he's an emergency room physician. And he said that the reason people come to the emergency room is because they're not resting, they're not exercising, they're not eating right, and their thoughts are making these decisions in the wrong way. So to pay your rent every day will get you right into the house of glad. And the last concept is you need to detect negativity in order to deflect it. And that comes into mind something called the ogive curve. You have to watch your ogive. The ogive curve, the definition, it's a cumulative frequency curve that controls the ups and downs of your day. Your day is an ogive curve where sometimes it's positive, where one point ascends to another and another, and sometimes it's negative, where one point descends to another. And here's a visual. Positive ogive is when you're ahead of schedule, feeling good, and exciting projects you're working on. But then there's negative ogive, where you're behind schedule, you're feeling awful, and you're way overtired, so that you're making snap judgments, and you're very critical about yourself and others. You see, the trick is to stay above the line, to stay above the line, because we all have these stingers in our day that pull us into the negative ogive, the quicksand of negative ogive, stingers like someone says a snarky comment, or you're behind schedule, or you stayed up all night to do some work, and then you're exhausted in the morning, and you can't seem to get the work done, and you give yourself the stinger by saying, why did I do that? I should have, I should have done this ahead of schedule. But if you can detect what is happening, detect the negativity that's happening, then you can release it. So you acknowledge it to release it. And you tell yourself, this cannot continue. I am not going to allow the negative ogive to occur. And when you tell yourself, no negative ogive, I have a client, he has this on his door. He told his team about negative ogive, put this on the door, no negative ogive. Then you can ride the wave to positivity. Positive ogive, create and share it by giving people compliments and getting things done on time or ahead of schedule and plan for that. And then you can avoid the cave, the cave of negativity. Because according to Dr. John Rosen at the University of Miami, misery doesn't like company. Misery likes miserable company so they can co-miserate. So if you believe that someone somewhere is looking for exactly what you have to offer and know that the critical time is now to reset, hit the reset button on your life, your work, your career, because positive things happen because of you, but you have to take action for them to happen. And yes, it's been challenging. And yes, we've had uncertainty. And I know we've had dreams that have not happened because of all the circumstances that can occur in your work, in your life, especially recently. But know that a dream deferred is not a dream denied. And if you make just a minor change, change, you will have a major impact. So keep breathing and know what my son Wilson said to me when he was five. He got grounded for not listening and he couldn't bring Scooby-Doo, this great stuffed animal to show and tell. He brought a little frog and boy, was he mad. The next day he came home from school and I said, how did show and tell go? And he said, it went fine and I don't want to talk about it. I said, Wilson, if you had just listened to me yesterday, he clenched his fist with the 
rage and he screamed, mom, it will never be yesterday. So why do you keep talking about it? I said, that's genius. And I wrote it down. I told a client, what do you think? My son said, it'll never be yesterday. Why do you keep talking about it? She said, Joy, those words would have saved me about 10 years of therapy. So it will never be yesterday, but you can make a change right now in your mindset and your skill sets by using some of the golden nuggets that I've just shared. AFA all the way, 446 breathing, salt the hay and find a way because behind every two cans is a can. Remember a clarity of thought and focused execution to control the controllables. Use the change chart and confusion is the step before clarity. So work towards being in the house of glad by paying your rent every day. And then you will have positive ojive if you're flexible and adaptable, always flexible and adaptable, AFA all the way like Bob. So I hope you've enjoyed the joy experience. Please remember to utilize these skills. I would love to speak for your group and share all the energy I can around mental health and wellness through these useful ideas. Don't postpone joy. Thank you very much for spending some time with us today online. Love the talk, and I really love your energy, and I love Bob. So I'd like to welcome both of you to a very short question and answer session. Thank you. How are you feeling today? You're looking lovely. Well, thank you, Dwayne. I'm feeling great, and Bob is spectacular. This is Bob. His name is Bob, but he spells it backwards. It's kind of a joke because he's <laughs> flexible and adaptable, and watch how fast he bounces back from being stretched to the max. Boom, like that, and you will too. Oh, I do. I love it. I love your energy, Joy. I really do. And I love the title of the talk. It works for me so incredibly well. The one thing I do want to ask you right up front is, you've been doing this for a while. Why do you, Joy, get up in the morning and decide that this is what you're going to do each day? What drives you? Oh, what drives me is spreading joy around the world. And so uh, each day I get up and I'm either speaking at a convention or an organization doing a retreat, a workshop, might be a training session. And the way that I spread joy around the world is by providing useful, immediately applicable and tangible ways that you can do what you do in an easier way with more joy. So it's about making the best even better. And I've got all the useful ideas that I spent the last 25 years mining and refining. And once I share them, it makes your experience a lot better. And so it's all about making the best even better with good ideas, fresh new ideas, innovation that I create and share. Well, I most certainly am going to take a lot of that away from this talk myself. You also mentioned 25 years. You've been talking, doing the talk for 25 years. What got you into public speaking in the first place? Well, my first official speaking engagement was at the White House and the States. And I got there by cold calling the president of the United States. Uh, when I was 19, my mother said I had to learn how to connect with people and network. And I said, well, who do you want me to connect with? And she said, the president. And I thought, the president of what? And she said, our country. And I said, do you want me to call the president of our country? as my first networking opportunity. And she said, look. And she read an article in the paper that said he wanted to be a speed reader. And my parents founded a speed reading company. And she said, he needs us, call him. So I called the White House 800 number and they said, send information. And we did. And six months later, I ended up speaking in the Indian treaty room in the White House grounds, the president's staff 
they had 40,000 letters to get through in a short time frame to get replies back. And we exceeded the goal because we knew how to teach useful ideas on speed reading. And then it evolved from there, from being from a family of educators that have actually been in this since birth, <laughs> the speaking business. And it's all about creative, innovative ideas to captivate audiences because it's exciting and fun and entertaining and humorous. But when you leave, you have a treasure trove of joy gems or really useful golden nuggets. Golden nuggets. You've just said golden nuggets. Tell me one of those. Give me one of those golden nuggets that you've taken away. Something that's really in the live environment shocked you or surprised you or taken your breath away in terms of maybe interactions, responses, something that really just sits out to joy. Well, what sets out to joy, I was uh, doing some research on peak performance and peak performance is basically uh, has a lot of elements to being a peak performer. But the one that really struck me when I was doing my Google search and it appeared over and over as one of the first finds was rest. And I didn't really associate rest with peak performance. I really associated uh, giving it your best and positive attitude and visualization and things like that. And so my father created a concept called the purple break, which everybody loves. And you'll only see it here in my seminars and keynotes because it was something created by my family. Um, and the premise uh, is that you have a pigment in your eye called rhodopsin and it breaks down in bright light and it's restored in total darkness. So if you can create a totally dark environment for your eyes, it will rejuvenate, regenerate the the visual purple, which is also called rhodopsin. And then you have more energy because light causes it to disintegrate and darkness causes it to rejuvenate. And that's why we're fatigued. So I teach people a one minute exercise called a purple break that you can use at any time in your day, several times a day is even more advisable, and it will get rid of fatigue and give you much more energy and vitality. And that's all part of the joy experience. Clearly you take your own advice because you're full of energy, Joy. Thank you. A little birdie told me that you've also just written a book and you've got a book available. I do. My book is called The Joy in Business, and it is all about the joy experience. It's 45 chapters on how to be positive, productive, and profitable. The title is The Joy in Business, uh, Innovative Ideas to Find Positivity and Profit in Your Daily Work life. It also works in your personal life. And when I speak, it is available, but it's also available now. But what I find is that people take so many notes on all the golden nuggets that when they leave, they can immediately start sharing those with people that they have back at their offices. And also it's very exciting when you come to an event and you get so much useful information in a way that is entertaining, uh, that mm -hmm. it, it just makes people very excited that they even came to the event. That's so true. That joy, the enthusiasm, the energy and the entertainment factor, that really makes it a joyful experience. I'm sure you've heard that before as well, haven't you? Yes, we have fun. We get it done. And, and really the cornerstone of my practice is to be flexible and adaptable like Bob. Flexible Bob. and adaptable. So <laughs> bother you after my session because I'll give you all the tools you need in order to be more flexible and adaptable when you get back to the office or home. 
Joy, I'm going to end with another cliche, another one I'm sure you've heard so many times. Joy, you've been a real joy. Thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you, thank you. It's been really, really enlightening. Lots of fun, lots of energy as well. Thank you very much to everybody else who's joined us online today. Just, of course, if you would like to find out more about Joy and the other speakers in the series, all you need to do is log on to speakersinc.com, find out more about today, and get Joy involved in your next event. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll see you all next time. Thanks so much. Thanks, Dwayne.